I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you, as always. Uh, if you missed any portion of the program today, especially our first segment today, uh, we spent some time uh, June 16th today, uh, back in 1950, or excuse me, 1858, should get that right, 1858, uh, Abraham Lincoln delivered his famous speech, A House Divided. He had just uh, won the nomination for the U.S. Senate for the Republican Party, was ready to go up against Stephen A. Douglas, the Democrat, and he delivered a speech that his friend said was mor- uh, morally courageous but politically incorrect. And Lincoln, uh, who had read the entire speech to his uh, law partner, uh, William uh, Herndon, uh, Herndon said, you you can't give that speech. And Lincoln simply said, it's indisputably true. It's indisputably true, so I'm going to deliver it. And he did. And later, Herndon said uh, the speech did cost him the Senate race, but it did also make him president of the United States later on uh, because he had the political courage Uh, to do not what was expedient, but to show real leadership and make hard decisions. Uh, And that is why on this program, especially for all of you who have your ballot sitting on your kitchen table or on your desk at home, uh, and you're getting ready to fill that out and select people for everything from a county commissioner to a governor to a member of Congress, uh, we need to ask the, how will they show political courage and leadership? That's the question. So I want to hit that in our final segment today because, uh, sadly, our politics, in particular leadership, uh, has become this zero-sum game, and it's just not. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, President Reagan's Reagan's, uh, motto that he had on his desk, that there's no limit to what a person can do as long as they don't care who gets credit. Uh, So while politics can be a zero-sum game, leadership is not. And so that's a good question to ask before you cast a vote. Again, any office. How will this person show political courage? Will they only be worried about the political wedges and battles so that they can win that zero-sum game of politics? Or will they show leadership? Leadership is not a zero-sum game. Uh, leadership is also not about division. Uh, we've we've seen the politicians, the outside interests, uh, driven by their own self-interests, I would add, uh, how they raise billions of dollars every year, promoting anger and angst, fear, frustration, all of those things. They, they run campaigns on wedge issues, and we've talked about that. You cannot bridge a divide by driving the wedge deeper. You have to remove it, and guess what, folks? That takes leadership. That has You have to have someone who's willing to do that and who has the capacity to do that, and sadly, that's been uh, lacking a lot in our country. Uh, we should also make sure that we elect leaders who are willing to, willing to challenge not just the members of the opposite party, but who are willing to challenge the members of their own party to live up to the ideals they profess to believe. So before you cast that vote, before you fill in that little circle on your ballot, ask yourself, can I imagine this person not just yelling at their enemies, 
but calling out their friends when their behavior or their policies don't match the rhetoric or the principles they profess to believe? That's a good question to ask yourself about uh, someone you're about to cast a vote for. You also have to ask yourself, is this person comfortable? Uh, Because leadership is never about the status quo, and I don't care whether it's politics or business. uh, It's just not the status quo, uh, especially in the world we live in today. So it can't be about status quo, and it can't be about perpetual reelection. You cannot show political courage. You cannot lead if you are worried about your next election. Uh, We talked about this in the first segment. That is why I always say, imagine how this person will make a difference in their community if they lose. If they lose the election, how will they make a difference? Or is this position the only thing they've got? Is this the all-important position? Is this the only position? Is this part of a grander plan? If so, they can't show leadership and political courage because every decision they make will be based on holding on to power or getting reelected. Hard to lead from that space. The mental gymnastics I've seen people go through because they don't want to make a mistake or they don't want to offend anybody. They want to be liked by everybody so they can get reelected or hold on to that position that may be the best job they ever have. That's not political courage. I've always said leadership is not about a vision of yourself in office. Leadership is about a vision for the people you are supposed to lead. And, and sadly, uh, at all levels, we've uh, we've lived without that kind of vision, big vision, big goals, big plans, big initiatives, and big specifics to those plans. Uh, we've we've been without those for far too long in the country. We have a rule at our house. Many of you know, uh, if you have to declare it, you're not it. <laughs> if you have to say you're something, it usually means you're not. Uh, and so when you when you look at that, you know the critical conversations with. With key leaders, whether that's business or international industry, is that federal government, foreign government, uh, all of those happen based on what someone has done as a leader, not what they've said about wanting to become a leader. And so, again, we have to look at that county commissioner's race, a mayor's race, a congressional race, a gubernatorial race, a presidential race. It's not about what you claim. It's about what you've done. And how you can make those calls, those tough leadership calls, political calls, where, again, you may have to call out your friends, which is always the uh, the real test. So it's not about what you've said about wanting to be the leader. It's about what you've done as a leader uh, that you always want to assess. So, again, go through that. What has this person done? How have they led before? How are they leading in the middle of a, of a crisis, of a coronavirus? How have they adapted their campaigns? Have they just whined and complained about how hard it is or have they gone out and adapted, adjusted and moved forward? Because again, we don't elect people to lead us during just the good times. We elect them to lead us in crisis, in big challenges, hard times. That's when you want a leader in control. So there's a lot that we have to get to. One of the last things I always ask myself about leaders is are they just going to to cower in the corner and just kind of hold on? Is it about management or leadership? Uh, I love the old saying that uh, an army of sheep led by a lion are more to be feared than an army of lions led by a sheep. (laughs) And true leaders uh, are lions, and they can lead an army of sheep and win because of leadership. Leadership matters at every level of government, in every business. 
authentic, focused, purpose-filled, and courageous, willing, willing to do the hard thing that may cost them election. If we don't elect people who have political courage, we'll deserve the government we get instead of the future we all want and that I believe we deserve. Make sure you vote. This is your chance. Make sure you're assessing, does this person have political courage? Will they do the hard thing when it's really hard to do? That's what the vote is all about. Rock the vote. From home, I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you on Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.